Hey, welcome to the Thriving Minds Podcast with your host, Walter Parada, where we strive to provide you with empowering talks so you can live to thrive. And today, we'll be talking about accepting yourself so you can be yourself. Does it feel like you have to hold back who you are to fit in, to be accepted, to not cause a ruckus, that being your true self can be too much for others to handle, or it could be uncomfortable for them? Well, we all actually have a need to be accepted by our peers, some more than others, but we have to remember that we need to be true to ourselves by being fully who we are. The moment we start conforming to what others want of us, whether it's how we behave, how we present ourselves, what we say, we are actually sacrificing pieces of who we are that makes us great and what we can grow into. And we all have rough edges. And it's always good to try to refine them and improve ourselves. But we have to remember not to completely give in to how others think we should be. And it's okay to think different from others. It's okay to disagree with them. It's okay to be yourself, even if you do not fit in. When you choose to accept yourself so you can be yourself, you choose a path that frees you from limits. And this can apply to many different parts of your life, whether it's socially or professionally. So just because others do it doesn't mean you have to do the same thing. So it's okay socially if you have different tastes from your friends and your peers. I remember growing up, it was made fun of if guys like boy bands. And I actually like the groups, the Backstreet Boys and NSYNC. And I also like Britney Spears. They made good music. But this didn't make me any less of a man because of that. And actually, there was a time where... One, uh, me and my buddy were hanging out and he just spontaneously turns on one of the, the songs from the Backstreet Boys and we started singing it and having fun. And I remember uh, kind of halfway through the song, he's like, hey, man, don't tell anybody uh, I like this. And I said, no worries, man, all, all good. And, you know, this struck me that the fact that we had to, in a way, portray ourselves in a certain light. So others can accept us or at least not reject us. I just found kind of dumbfounding and, and just really revolting. In this moment, I realize I'm not going to conform to what others want. And it's okay for me to like what others deem unacceptable. And if others have a problem with it, that's on them. Because I'm, I wasn't doing anything destructful or harmful to anybody. And typically in whatever circle that you're in, there's a sort of set of expectations on how you need to behave and and present yourself and in some cases uh, for good reason like in the workplace right we have to be respectful of others how we treat them making sure not to threaten or be demeaning to others and things like that but that's how far it should go and you have the ability to formulate your own style that works for you so if others think any less of you because of this this can actually be to your advantage because now you weed out the people who do not accept you for who you are. You know where you stand that gives you a firmer ground to stand on. Do you really want to hang around people that you need to change yourself just to feel accepted? I remember when I first started my, my first career just right out of college and you know some of the people I would meet in certain meetings, I came off as a little bit too much. But what I saw was just a person who was 
enthusiastic about his work and ready to make a contribution. And just to give a little bit of a background, you know, my personality was a lot different than from many of the people who worked there. You know, mo mostly everybody there was reserved, didn't show any excitement for anything. And, and they were really quick to jump all over you and chew you out for any little mistake. So obviously this made me the outcast in that work environment. You know, and eventually it got to the point where because I didn't fit in with the company culture, it weighed on me professionally and personally. It affected my, my performance there, my want to be there. It was very much being there. It, it was who was a top dog. It was very much the appearance of strength and who caused the shots, who's the most dominant. And I was not about that. You know, and eventually I woke up to the fact and told myself, Walter, don't change yourself just to appease the people who you work with. They're only going to be in my life for a short period of time. And if they don't accept me, I need to move on. And, you know, it took a while, but eventually I did. I would constantly hear from, from others there at work, you can't do that. You can't say that. And it was things that was not unprofessional. It was just the way they wouldn't have said it. So naturally, whatever I did was a, a false or a wrong move. It was a mistake. So because I was the rogue, others probably saw me as a problem and obviously uh, a really bad fit for there. But eventually what I found out is, you know, whatever circle you're in, the, these organizations that you're a part of, they want you to run with the crowd. So just do what everybody else does. And I remember when, when I was leaving, I had a conversation with the safety manager there and uh, I told her, hey, I'm moving on, you know, to other things. And she says, yeah, um, I can tell, you know, when you first started here that I was a lot more excited, full of energy, you know, ready to get work done. And she says over time, she could tell that I was changing. I was becoming uh, more down, more muted. And uh, she says, good for you. You know, you recognize that and you moved on to something else that was going to benefit you. But this was actually a really good experience for me because I learned I need to remove the things that are not building me up. So if you find yourself not fitting in, this is for good reason. And it doesn't mean that you're any less than others around you. It just means that it's a different way of looking at things. And too many times what's seen as different is, is seen as a stigma that the oddball or the thing that sticks out is so eye-popping that it just makes everybody start scrutinizing what's wrong. And naturally, if you happen to experience this, it can feel a bit gut-wrenching at first. Because we are social creatures, we want others to embrace us. You know, we want to feel connected to others and, and not feel like we are by ourselves. But just remember, you'll eventually find that right fit if you allow yourself to be who you really are. And the more you're able to stay true to yourself, the more independent you become that allows you to follow what you truly desire. And this could be that you're a very joyful, outgoing person amongst a group of miserable people. And because you stand out of what's the norm of what other people are doing, you know, others might try to tear you down. So don't let the masses convince you that you need to change and be like them. Or that something is wrong with you. And I think this is why 
a lot of people are just misunderstood because others don't take the time to try to understand them. It simply becomes, oh, if this person doesn't share my same interest, he needs to be exiled from our group. And because of this, I, I think it's just too easy to try to conform. And that conformity just results in a life in which your actions are, are dictated by others. And being trapped in the expectation of others, it feels like it is not a life on your terms. That the things you truly want feels like it's wrong or that it is out of your reach. And this could lead you to feeling guilty or shame for the things that you want. So you'll start denying yourself of, of these things. You might start to associate those things that make you happy are things that are bad because it's not benefiting others. And this might lead to others taking advantage of your, your good nature, your goodwill. So if this is, is not noticed, it will turn into others needing to approve of you and your actions before you do so. And this can create a dependency of self-worth based on the things outside of your control. And the things outside of your control is really just energy wasted as as you don't have influence over it. Essentially, life is to not be explored, but to be obliged based on some unwritten code that appeases a few people. H how does that make sense? And just be aware that the things you want does not have to be justified by others and that it's okay to put yourself first. I think too many times that the term selfish is used in, in such a negative context that there's a constant need to put others before yourself. Now, there are times where selfish can be detrimental, where you're putting yourself first at the expense of others. But in this case, selfish means putting your needs ahead of others. Just think about it. Would you be willing to give up your meals for some lazy person who doesn't have enough to eat and they're in their predicament because of their lack of taking care of themselves? How is that reasonable to you? Not many people are going to start looking out for you. So while it's important to give back to others, you must take care of yourself and your needs first. And actually, when you can get yourself right, you can be a bigger help to others later on. So if others call you selfish for whatever reason, maybe ask them, how so? Because I'm not meeting your needs prior to my needs? Am I hurting you? So it's, it's all based on the viewpoint. So selfishness is not a term that should be excluded from your vocabulary. So your wants, your needs are valid and shouldn't take a back seat to what others think you should be doing. So the more you allow yourself to be yourself, the greater impact you can have. I think this is what makes diversity so powerful because you start to see things from so many different angles that you wouldn't have if everybody had that same viewpoint. And I think we should be looking for people who are different from us, right? Because they, they challenge us. They, they make us better. They help us see things that we don't see ourselves, right? And with these different perspectives comes different and new ideas that lead to innovation that improve the quality of our lives. So whatever struggles that you're going through today of feeling alone, of not fitting in, you know, it, it could be that it's preparing you for a journey of great adventure and new ways of doing things. So sometimes in being alone, you get accustomed 
to what is unfamiliar that's going to help you get acclimated to uncertainty and carving out a new path. So it builds the resiliency that comes from overcoming what you go through. You know, if you look at people like uh, Taylor Swift and Albert Einstein, they didn't fit in when they were younger. And their alone time gave them the time to skyrocket their journey. So Taylor said she wrote songs because she was alone a lot of the times, you know, feeling left out of school and the social scene. And Albert said his alone time gave him time to wonder and search for, for the truth. You know, can you imagine if people like them did not have this time for themselves and how their work would not have been realized to benefit so many others? Let's tear away at that stigma that being alone is bad. Being alone is actually great because of the time it gives you to imagine what's possible. It's an opportunity to strengthen and condition your mind as you see fit and not what others deem for you. So this allows you to break from that that herd mentality where if everybody's running in one direction and you don't know why, you'll understand, I'm not just going to run with the crowd. I got to evaluate my own situation. And the alone time you have with yourself gives you the ability to explore yourself further, to understand who you are and what you want to do. Too many times people are distracting themselves with outside things that they forget what is most important, which is looking inward. You know, and then the years go by and they might go through some sort of identity crisis or they ask themselves, how did I end up where I am in life right now? Is this what I wanted for myself? And these are some things that I would ask myself, which helped me realize I need to make a change. You know, certain people realize this too late. It can feel that life has been a big disappointment and they're now trapped. So the sooner you can utilize that alone time to develop yourself, the more confident you become in who you are and whatever comes your way. So with more time to develop, the further along you'll be, you'll find a life of fulfillment beyond success. And as you take this alone time to explore yourself, just know that there's going to be times where it's going to be uncomfortable, that you're going to have to face yourself and look at your faults and your weaknesses. These things are not something that should be ashamed of, the need to be hidden, but understanding what they are gives you a better idea on how to manage them. So for me, one of my biggest weaknesses is that it takes me time to get a hang of new things. So anything new that I try, I make sure to be patient with myself and I put a lot of effort into comprehending the fundamentals. And this doesn't make me dumb because of it. So while somebody else might be able to pick things up a lot quicker, or I can, I'm not in the mindset of comparing myself of how I stack up against other people. You know, I strive to make progress every day so I can continuously be better and breaking free of the constant need of comparing yourself to others helps take away some of that unnecessary pressure off of you that allows you to truly flourish on your terms. You know, many times the need of comparing to others can make you feel like you're being left behind. So if your peers are advancing in academics, socially or professionally, it can make you act urgently to try to keep up with them. I was actually held back in the second grade because I didn't know how to read properly. So my first language was Spanish and it took me a little while to start understanding English. And I remember when I got the news that I wasn't advancing with my classmates, I just felt a sense of being ashamed. 
not feeling good enough. And I remember my mom told me, this is going to be good for me because I could truly understand what I'm going to be reading that's going to help me later on. So this experience, you know, helped me realize to take things slow. And if I don't understand it, to go back and redo it again so I can really comprehend what's going on. And because I experienced this early on, it later helped me deal with setbacks and failures. They still hurt, but it didn't impede my progress or the action that I would take. One of the bigger things that we should look to deal with is, you know, people can be cruel as there is a tendency to judge you based on, on your looks. So on a very shallow basis, the more attractive you are, the more people will accept you. But then this comes to devalue all the great qualities that you have. And many of us might have certain insecurities of how we look. I know for me growing up, I had crooked teeth. Once you get into high school, it becomes more about how you look. So at first, I came off as really shy because I didn't want to smile a lot. But eventually, once I started to just accept myself for who I am, I realized I was actually just depriving the, the happiness that was inside me. I am naturally an optimistic person, so I was hiding those traits. So eventually I decided I don't want to hide them anymore. I was going to be myself. And if people rejected me because of my appearance, uh, I would take that as good because I don't want to be around shallow people who are only concerned with my outward appearance. You know, if you can relate to this, just know how you feel about yourself is more important than how others see you. And this actually can serve you going forward because the people that you do have around you can accept you for who you are. It gives you a greater self-confidence about yourself. And obviously, this is going to be more prominent when you're in school, as most students are just not mature enough to see beyond the physical nature of who we are. But you know what? It's understandable. Because as you start to mature physically, instinctively, we're all trying to find a mate. It's nature taking its course. So when nature takes its course, it's ensuring that your genetic bloodlines are being passed on so life can survive. But if we remember, we want to move beyond surviving and we want to live to thrive. If you can recognize this, you can better manage just looking at the physical traits. It's going to help you better assess the intangible things that are deep inside you that others are unable to measure. And this can be difficult for others to accept you for who you are because those intangible things they don't they can't physically see them so it's easy to put a value on how much your clothes your car or your house costs because a price was put on it and the more others value what is measured based on the price it's it's harder to value the things that don't have a price but how do you come to value things such as a hug a handshake or other polite gestures that uh, uplifts people or your, your overall health. So this might help explain why other people might not accept you because they're only looking at the physical attributes and are unaware of all the great qualities that you have. So in essence, they become blinded by what they see and not what they take the time to understand and experience. One of the ways that might help you in accepting yourself is saying no to the things that you don't like. Avoid being another yes person as yes people tend to go with the flow and will not voice any of their concerns even though they might see a problem or a potential problem. 
And this can lead into becoming a people pleaser where you're constantly putting yourself last. Whatever crowd or circle you're in, know that it's okay to veer off from what the crowd agrees on. The more you're able to reasonably say no to the things, the more independent you become and confident you become in the choices that you make. So say your friends all want to go see one particular movie and you're not interested in it at all. It's okay to say, no, I don't want to see that movie. I'm going to go do something else or I'll see another movie on my own. You know, this can help you break away from the the need to feel attached to the masses that breaks free from the the safety and security of mediocrity. And people will come to respect you for speaking up about the things you don't want to do because they come to understand you are your own person and you're not simply a follower. Just know people may not like you, but eventually they'll come to respect you for having enough courage to say no. And in being yourself, it gives you the ability to accomplish more because now you're not being regulated by other people. You have the ability to see things and have the conviction to act on it. You know, if you look at some of the greatest visionaries in history, these people that were ridiculed, laughed at, and and even called crazy, but because they broke free from the consensus, they pioneered great things. So we all have ideas But there are certain people who act on these ideas to make it possible. You know, many financiers and loan officers said Walt Disney's plan to create theme parks was crazy. Can you imagine if he would have listened to them and gave in? So when you can run with your ideas to find ways to make it work, you begin to leave behind the limitations that others put on you. As long as you believe in yourself, what more do you need? And sometimes you need to break free from the crowd to truly unleash yourself as they might be holding you back. So if you find yourself feeling alone, just remember it's for good reason. Your thinking and perspective is different and this is going to allow you for a different trajectory in life. You know, I'm always reminded by the Disney movie Hercules where Hercules so desperately wants to fit in. And when he meets Meg, he he tells, tells her this. And he says, I just want to be normal like everyone else. And she tells him, oh, you want to be petty and dishonest? And I found this obviously funny and ironic. This can apply to so many parts of your life. Why do we want to fit in? Why do we want to be like everyone else? To feel good? That they approve of us? So what? Who cares? And most people that you meet in your life tend to be bystanders. They're just watching you go by, ready to pounce on any little discrepancy to try to make themselves feel good. So you might as well be with people who are uplifting, that make you better, and accept you for who you are. Eventually you'll find these people, but it will take time. And just continue to accept yourself so you can be yourself. Remember, being different is not a bad thing. And the people who take the time to understand you are the ones you should keep close. And each time you get rejected by those naysayers, they're actually doing you a favor because you're expelling that trash out of your life. So in being your true self, just know that we all have our quirks, where we have our embarrassing moments, where we fall flat on our faces. And you know what? That's okay. When you leave behind that timidness, you leave behind all the pettiness that limits your potential. You don't need to excuse yourself for being yourself. Give yourself permission to indulge in the things that make you happy 
and don't let others convince you that it's wrong. You know, I'm forever a kid at heart, and I still watch my favorite cartoon shows from my childhood that helps me stay grounded of what's really important to me. And yes, I've been made fun of for it, but it doesn't bother me because those people do not make me feel the way I know I'm capable of being. I've gained a greater sense of clarity of who I am and what I'm striving for. Accept yourself to be yourself. What more do you need? I hope that you enjoyed this podcast and it's served you in some way. If you're interested in more information about topics like this, check out thrivingminds.live. All right, until next time.